0: What's up Fire Nation, JLD here with an audio masterclass on the secret strategies of the top online course creators and membership sites. And to drop these value bombs, I have brought Greg Smith of Thinkific. He's a former lawyer and now founder of a software company with over 40,000 customers selling hundreds of millions in online courses. Greg, the CEO of Thinkific, employs over 100 people helping you create your own course or membership sites. In Fire Nation today, we'll be sharing the behind-the-scenes knowledge of over 200,000 of the top courses and membership sites. We'll be talking about ways you can create community, increase retention, over-deliver for referrals, surprise and delight members, and so much more as soon as we get back from thinking our sponsors. Thinkific is the best platform to create, market, and sell your online courses, and we speak from three years of personal experience. Right now, you can sign up for one month free on the Thinkific Pro Plan, plus leverage over $1,000 worth of training bonuses free. Just visit thinkific.com slash fire save time money and get organized with quickbooks online right now you can save 60 percent or more on quickbooks online when you visit quickbooks.com slash fire this special offer for fire nation won't be available for long so be sure to visit quickbooks.com slash fire today Greg, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know.
1: What's up, Fire Nation? So excited to be here. Uh, Two quick things about me that most people don't know. One is, uh, well, this one maybe a few people know, and it's in my genre. I actually started producing courses in 2005, back when it was harder to produce courses. But the more interesting one that uh, really most people actually don't know is... Late at night after my wife and kids go to bed, I like to paint miniatures.
0: Whoa, I didn't know that either. And we've had a couple nice scotch sessions on the balconies, and uh that's never come up.
1: Yeah, it's it's relatively new just over the last (laughs) year. So um it it helps me get to sleep after everyone else has gone to sleep. I used to sort of watch YouTube or do other things like that, but that doesn't help. No, no, no,
0: no. You gotta have blue light blockers on if you're doing any of that stuff. So miniatures definitely the way to go. I'm gonna have to uh require a couple of pictures for maybe the show notes page to see what you got going on there. But Fire oh, I Nation- got great
1: pictures. <laughs> oh, send them over.
0: But <laughs> Fire Most Nation, definitely. you know Greg, because he's been on the show before, dropping value bombs. And he has literally blown Thinkific up now with over 40,000 customers, over an over 100 employees that are working for him to help people like yourself create your own course and or membership sites. And so today's audio masterclass, as I mentioned back in the intro, is the secret strategies of the top online course creators and membership sites. And there's really nobody better to talk to about this because Greg, you have the behind the scenes knowledge of over 200,000 of the top courses and membership sites. So what are these creators doing to win at such a high level?
1: It's amazing the consistency amongst them. So it's it's all of these courses. But every time I sit down and t- actually talk to someone who's done amazingly well, be it in they've just had a massive launch, or they're consistently successful with recurring membership, or they're uh, amazing with their course completion rates or student engagement or reviews, there's a lot of consistent themes that run through all of these course creators. And I would say, you know there's some interesting really interesting stuff going on this year and I think more than any other it's sort of the year of the partner launch so we can jump into that mm-hmm. later but but the, on the sort of wanted to start on the non-sale side of, because everybody, we always talk about marketing and how to how to make more sales. But one thing I'm finding that drives that in the long run and really drives the success and even powers things like a big partner launch is not stopping at the moment of sale, but really focusing on delivering value after that fact. So after you close that deal, really diving in and focusing on really delivering value after the sales are happening. And. When I see people really diving in and focusing there, that's that one of those consistent themes I see run, running across all of these really successful course creators and membership site owners is they're driving to that student success after they have them as a customer.
0: So one thing that I know you're a big fan of, as I am too, are funnels. I mean, funnels are a great thing to get people into your world through what I call the MTG, the main traffic generator. For me, of course, as entrepreneurs on fire, but then working people through a funnel to get to an eventual sale of a course, of a membership site, of a product, of a service. But you're also a big believer of not just stopping at the sales funnel, which so many people do, and instead deliver an amazing experience for, let's just have some keywords here, Fire Nation, retention and repeat <laughs> customers. That's where you're winning. So tell us more about that. We touched upon that just a couple of seconds ago with the last blur, but I really want to dive even more into beyond the sales funnel and maybe some specific things that you've seen from course creators that Entrepreneur on Fire listeners could really employ.
1: Definitely. And I the one way to look at it is just look at it as either the next funnel or a continuation of the funnel. And, and it really, so it doesn't stop. If you just look at it as the moment you take their money, they're still in the funnel. They're still engaging with you. You're still delivering value. Uh, and so some of the things specifically after the the collection of dollars, say, or that sale happens is think about onboarding. How are you onboarding into your program? So whatever that is, if that's a course, if it's a membership or if it's something else, focusing on onboarding and onboarding is something we focus on a lot in software. I have a, I have a whole team focused here on how we onboard you into Thinkific if you're getting started with us. And I would encourage you to look at it in a similar way with your course or your program. Really think about what you're going to do to onboard people. So they've just they've just signed up. Make that initial experience easy. So focus on uh, removing any friction. Learning is hard, and they're they've just signed up to sort of change their life or or have a learn a new skill or or passion. Remove all of the roadblocks and and go through, and i I, I do this myself constantly with any of my things is I'll go through and experience it myself for the first time. So I kind of erase what I know or try and erase what I know about the program and and start from scratch, like a brand new sign up with a new email and I'll go through and see how it looks and really try and remove all the friction. And then once they get in there, start thinking about what you can do to to improve that onboarding experience. And one way to do this is to think about what would you do if they came in and sat down with you in person? Hmm. You'd probably ask them some questions. You'd think about what their goals were. Uh, You'd ease them into it. And you'd probably provide them with a bit of the why and the context first. And I think sometimes we make the mistake, especially in learning projects, of just diving into like, all right, step one, do this thing. But rather think of it as, hey, they're sitting down with me over a cup of coffee and we're about to start learning tomorrow. But today I've got a chance to warm them up to it and give them the context and the why and uh, and give them a few quick wins to get started.
0: Onboarding, make it easy, Fire Nation. Ask questions, ease them into it, provide them with the why and the overall context. I mean, these are the steps that make onboarding a success. And I'm going to give you a little insight into the Podcasters Paradise onboarding, not like to toot my own horn, but just to show you how I've learned from and applied Greg's techniques to improve my overall onboarding process. So when you join Podcasters Paradise Literally within 48 hours, you're going to get a bonjour message from me. That's a live video from me saying, hey, Greg, this is John. Just wanted to say thank you for joining Podcasters Paradise, for putting your faith and trust in Kate and myself. It means the world. Make sure to jump in the Facebook group and introduce yourself because Kate and myself are there every day providing support, guidance, and answering all the questions you have. Get in there. We'd love to see you. You're going to get that live video from me personalized. I'm saying your name so that you know that I'm talking directly to you. Also, we have a few other things like an email that goes out that has the, the first eight steps you should take in Podcasters Paradise. Start here with step one. And we make it very simple. Step one for them to ease into it, to start to get some momentum. And again, to allow them the context in their why as to why they're doing this. And then two days later, they're getting another email that says, hey, JLD wants to chat with you. And it's literally me wanting to chat with them. And it says, "If you want, if you want to click this link, fill in this Google form, and John will call you Saturdays between 1 and 2 p.m. Eastern Time because that's when he makes phone calls to welcome new Paradise members. And guess what? Every Saturday, Fire Nation, I'm sitting on my butt with my list of phone numbers and I'm calling people and I'm saying, hey, Greg, this is John. Just wanted to say in person, thank you. You know, this is us having a live phone conversation right now. And I just want to say, I appreciate you joining. By the way, let me ask you a couple questions. And I asked them questions like, hey, how'd you first hear about Podcasters Paradise? I get to learn amazing things about that. Hey, what do you like about the course so far? What don't you like about the course so far? Or some of the marketing leading up to it. Did anything kind of turn you off? Like, learn these things. Then I always ask them, what is your biggest struggle around podcasting? So I get to know what my new members are mostly struggling around. All of that is just part. I'm not going to go into the whole thing because this isn't about that for this episode, but that's just part of my onboarding process. So, Greg, what are maybe some other additional things that you're seeing other top course graders do along the lines of like what I've created for Paradise that's really having success?
1: First of all, absolutely love what you were sharing there. That's really cool. And I didn't know you were doing some of that stuff, the calling people. That is, that's awesome. Every Saturday. That's that's great. It's such an awesome commitment to the community too and and, um, making sure they know you're there to support them. I've I've seen a few other people doing it too. Like Todd Herman, I think, for example, is doing it where they try Mm -hmm. and call people. They collect the phone number on sale and then they call people within 15 minutes of signing up unless they're in a big launch. And then I think it's 24 or 48 hours but they uh, and and very similar questions, I think a couple they asked that have worked really well is, what's one piece of content that or what was the number one piece of content that sort of um, that resonated with you through this process? Mm-hmm. And through that, they were able to take a piece of content that was kind of hidden way down in their funnel and move it up to the top and have a huge impact on conversion rates. Uh, or another one they did was, "There's a lot of options for you out there. Why did why me?" right? Like, why why choose me?" And so then people shared really interesting things of like well you know you shared this story about your family or you shared this other thing and they were then able to apply that in producing future content to say well these are the things that we didn't know it but it's what's connecting with people it's what's resonating so we can work that into our marketing funnel so i love the idea of collecting that information learning from it and then make sure you actually apply it to improve your marketing funnel
0: so i think some really bad advice out there right now is people just going around and saying you know what It doesn't matter, like, the look and the feel. Just go bare bones. It doesn't matter if it looks like it's from the 70s or 80s or 90s. Like, nobody really cares. They're just there for the content. They just want the information. Like, make it simple for them. But the reality is, man, the look and the feel, it's important. I mean, podcasters paradise, the beauty of paradise, and this is a huge part thanks to Thinkific, who allows us to do this. Podcast Paradise looks beautiful. You feel like you're in paradise with the palm trees and the colors and the beauty. We have invested in the look and feel and it really matters for the experience, Fire Nation. And I know, Greg, that you're a big believer in this. So kind of keep talking additionally about why you believe the look and the feel is a really important place for people to invest in and maybe some other examples you've seen people doing this well.
1: Yeah and I've got I'm glad you brought that up and I I uh, cuz I I love the the look and feel of Podcaster's Paradise and the beautiful thing is it's unique it's your own and so in addition to um it being beautiful you have this element of memory right where people see that they they identify with the brand and now if they see it elsewhere they see it in an ad for a new thing you're doing they see it in a in some other piece of content or something you're engaging with or even on its social or Instagram they're going to remember that they're part of your community and part of your brand because you're, you're putting that brand in front of them there. So every opportunity you have to reinforce your brand is great. And of course, in your membership area or, or course is the perfect place to be reinforcing that brand. So it is so huge for being able to then leverage that in everything else you, you're doing. So I think having that consistent look and feel helps build that community or, or getting them to engage with and remember and connect with your brand. And then the other thing to me is, is you mentioned bad advice out there about not caring about the look and feel. Uh, I think you look at any large successful company out there and brand is fundamental now and and brand and beauty and look and feel. Um, I mean, looking at say Shopify as this $50 billion company that's absolutely exploded in the last few years is one of their core values is design is at the heart of everything we do. So they care so deeply about this and you can see it in everything they do. And it really Uh, it helps them produce a better experience. And I think we all know when we go to get something, be it a physical product or a digital one, that look and feel uh, has such a strong impact, even on conversion rates. I mean, even if you go way outside our universe here and you go to a company like, say, Peloton, they've invested massively in making that bike look beautiful, uh, because they know then people are more likely to actually go and buy it and spend a lot of money. Like you could probably get a, a, a bike for your house to go and, and pull up an iPad, but the thing looks, and you could d- spend a lot less money on it, but the thing looks so beautiful that people want to connect with that thing. So I think that beauty piece is, is absolutely amazing.
0: Do you follow me on Instagram? Because I just two days ago got my Peloton and it looks beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: true i do but i hadn't seen did you do a peloton post on it
0: yeah i did i uh is an instagram story like i did the pre like with the box and then and then afterwards with it actually there and then of course the post workout as well with me just dripping in puerto rico sweat oh awesome i'm i'm so
1: tempted to go get one this christmas
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we are kind of talking about the look and the feel. So I kind of want you to close this part down with, you know, finishing up with whatever you want to say about this as well as maybe one or two examples of, it doesn't have to be by name, but just how people are doing this right.
1: One thing to look at is that first experience. So even, you know, we think about branding and we spend a lot of effort on our sales pages. But think about that sort of dashboard, the place that students are going to hit right after they buy. And I see, you know, to look at some people, I I do think you can look, obviously, at uh, Podcasters Paradise for this. There's Mummy Body Bliss is another good example, Uh, Elizabeth Ryder. Um, Live richer Academy, some of these are, are course sites out there that you can search out and find and, and take a look at what they're doing around their brand and even if you jump into a you know, even a free program or I mean I'll I'll buy programs just to see how people are engineering it and designing it and looking at it. Um, but diving in, you can really you can see that they care deeply about, that initial design experience. Uh, they And it carries throughout from there, but even just seeing that initial design experience and recognizing that's going to carry throughout their whole program is pretty cool. And I do think one of those key moments is that sort of initial dashboard or place that people land right after the purchase. So that is, um, it's, because that's when people are going to potentially feel regret. Oh man, I just put down a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. And if the next thing they see is beautiful, it makes them feel good about that purchase. Just like you unboxing your Peloton. And that's why in part why unboxing videos are so popular.
0: So true fire nation. It's so key because that first experience buyers remorse, it is absolutely real. Like you see something, you're just like, Oh my God, I want that. You buy it, and you're like, Oh my God, did I just make a mistake? And if you can come in, like swoop in as a course creator, as a person who's, product they just bought and make them realize they did not make a mistake in fact they did the right thing your retention is going to be through the roof and i mean greg these are just some topics we could talk about all day but we have so much to cover i want to keep driving forward because referrals can be a huge part of your sales if you do it right and you're a big believer in really over delivering for those referrals so talk more about that and how some of your top clients are doing this right
1: i don't know that people look at this enough that your We're always looking at how do I get more leads in the funnel, more people exposed to my brand. But it's actually a lot less expensive and a lot more effective to focus on the ones that are already in your funnel or already exposed to your brand. And so that translates both to repeat purchases, which is kind of a form of referral. They're sort of like a self-referral, but also just referring their friends. And that's where it comes down to that sort of over-delivering. And part of that can be that first design experience. But it can be other things like that phone call saying, hey, you've you've joined Podcaster's Paradise. Let me pick up the phone and call you. Or like Todd Herman was doing is right after the purchase moment calling. And he said, you know, one of the times he made one of these calls, because he makes some of them himself, some of them his team makes. Um. But he made one of these calls, the person who picked up and said, you know, I've been buying online programs for 10 plus years, and this is the first time anyone's ever called me. You have a customer for life, and I'm going to tell all my friends about it. So really focusing on, on having those surprise and delight moments for people, that will help with the referral. The other thing is understanding what are their goals. So you've just sold them something, and they didn't buy because they wanted to watch your videos. They bought because they had a goal in mind, and making sure that they deliver or that you can help them achieve that goal. If they achieve that goal, they almost don't even have to refer their friends. Their friends are going to be asking, Hey, what, what happened to you? Did you lose weight or (laughs) what happened to you? You're, you're like so much more successful or you seem more confident or you're like, they're going to be asking. And then it's really easy to tell that story. So a big thing is trying to make sure that they actually achieve those goals, uh, and checking in on that. And that will make it so easy to have them do the referral. And then the other thing I do is when you see them achieve the goal, and you can ask about this in the program. You could do a quick survey. Hey, how how are you doing on achieving your goal? Or you can ask at the end of the program, either in a survey in the program or in an email follow-up. Uh, but when they say yes or they say good things, immediately hit them with that referral ask. We do the same thing at Thinkific. If someone says, I want to give you a 10 out of 10 for this software, we immediately say, great, can you, can you refer someone or <laughs> go write a review somewhere? Uh, but it's hit them at that moment when they're seeing that great success and they're most happy and they're most likely to go out there and give you that referral.
0: Fire Nation, we have still just begun on these value bombs. And you're not going to want to go anywhere for our sponsorship run either, by the way, because we're about to drop into that. And guess what? Thinkific is the featured sponsor of this episode. They're going big with entrepreneurs on fire. They're going to be coming up over the next month or so with a lot of episodes or sponsoring. So you're going to want to hear what they're offering for you, Fire Nation, within the sponsorship read. A lot of value within it. They're going to be coming back to Greg with more value about community, about selling more actually inside your actual course and or membership, surprise and delight and so much more. So Thinkific, take it away. Thinkific is the best platform to create, market, and sell your online courses. And we speak from personal experience. We've been hosting Podcasters Paradise on the Thinkific platform for nearly three years. And it has not only helped us welcome over a thousand new members to the Paradise family, but it has also helped us deliver the best user experience to our existing members. And that's only the beginning of what's possible with Thinkific. Whether you've got a book, a blog, a podcast, or training others through online, Online workshops, an online course is an incredible way to grow your reach, generate game-changing revenue, and increase your impact. We've looked at a ton of options for creating online courses, and we chose Thinkific because it's so easy to use, and they have the best support team to help you succeed as a course creator. And they don't stop there. Thinkific has an exclusive offer for you, Fire Nation. Right now, you can sign up for one month free on their most popular plan, Thinkific Pro plus leverage over $1,000 worth of training bonuses free. Visit thinkkific.com slash fire and start building your online course business today. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C.com slash fire. A question I get asked often is, John, how do you run such a lean business? My answer, we keep our finger on the pulse of our business at all times. Managing the overall health of your business starts with tracking your finances, and with QuickBooks Online, you can track everything you need no matter where you are. Whether you're looking to create and send invoices on the go, or want a way to easily track your mileage and scan receipts, QuickBooks Online gives you all the tools you need to track income and expenses effortlessly. Plus, being able to work in the cloud makes collaborating with your accountant or bookkeeper seamless because there's no passing files back and forth. Now that's what I call peace of mind. It's no wonder over 5.6 million small businesses use QuickBooks Online. If you're ready to save time, money, and get organized, just visit QuickBooks.com/fire right now. You can save 60% or more on QuickBooks Online when you visit QuickBooks.com/fire. This special offer for Fire Nation won't be available for long. So be sure to visit quickbooks.com slash fire today. So Greg, we're back and I teased a little bit before Thinkific gave that great sponsorship right there on what creating community could mean for somebody in a very successful way with that course, with that membership. So talk about creating community. How have you seen people do this right? What do you mean by that? Go forth.
1: One great way to do it is is with Facebook groups and it's probably the most common way is when people join your program they can get into a Facebook group and I think that's that's the beginning of creating communities and there's a lot of good things about using Facebook for it and in fact we use it as well for Thinkific but I think there's another level that I'm seeing more and more people go to of creating their own community as part of the course or the course site or the membership mm-hmm. site and that can give you so much more control over who's in, who's out, what they're seeing in there. Uh, You can even segment it based on groups or... where they are in the program or cohorts. So a few things, a few specific ways I see people using this. One is they will segment based on a, co- a time-based cohort. And so that could be something like everybody who joins in January is going to get into this specific community. It's like a private group that you can talk about for everybody who joined in January. And you may even add that to something like drip releasing or, or scheduling the re- release of your content out over time. What that means is everybody's kind of engaging with the similar stage content at the same time. They're asking each other the same questions in the group. It creates a tighter community feel because they're all sort of at the same stage learning from each other while they go through the learning process. So that's one interesting cohort way. Another is just to create small cohorts within the program that work with each other. And this could be based on time-based, but let's say you had 1,000 people join tomorrow. You could break them up into groups of 100 or even groups of up to, you know, say, five or 10 and say, you're a little cohort, you're going to work together. And that creates a different level of community in that you don't have everybody in it, but you feel you know everybody by name. And so you can create small enough groups that you're actually knowing them by name and you're engaging with them in that way. And uh, and then, of course, if you're able to jump in and participate in the communities or someone on your team can, if you have a team, uh, that can create a really cool engagement with people. And this the the outcome of this is is people immediately feel home in the program. They're more likely to come back. They're more likely to tell people about it. And they're more likely to finish it and get value because they have this community that's supporting them through it. So I think when you're first getting started, if it's going to be a few hundred people or a few dozen people in your program, you can do it all in one community and really go all in as an owner uh, and an educator in that community. As you start to scale, you might want to separate it up either based on sort of time-based or just create small groups uh, for the community and do it that way.
0: Communities key, Fire Nation. A couple of years ago, we had a post in Podcasters Paradise that basically said, why did you join Podcasters Paradise? And like we had video tutorials, templates. The webinars, the access to JLD and Kate, the Facebook group, the community, all these different things. And those were the answers that we had created. Somebody wrote in an answer and that answer ended up being by far the 80 plus percentile of what people chose. And that answer that he gave was joined for the tutorials, stayed for the community. So listen, people are gonna potentially be joining because they wanna learn a certain thing that you're gonna teach them. But if you want them to stay... And for those people like myself who have a $97 per month community, you want people to stay as long as they are willing to stay. It's going to be because of the community. That is going to be the major reason they stay after they've consumed the initial content and learned the initial learnings. I mean, obviously, there's more things that you can do that we're going to talk about in a couple of minutes here. But... That community is so key. And one thing that you're a big fan of is creating steps, Greg. And I will tell you straight up, the Freedom Journal is such a success as a product because it's accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. That means there are 100 steps, one step every single day that's getting you one step closer to your goal. So you need to make it easy for your members who are joining your course to go step by step. So they feel like they're accomplishing things. So they know that they're making progress and gaining momentum and getting excitement, excitement as a result. So talk a little bit more about the creation of steps, Greg, and how you've seen people do it right.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of a continuation of that onboarding. So you want to make sure, and you mentioned when people sign up for Podcasters Paradise to get that email saying, here are the first eight things we want you to do. It's that concept continued the whole way through is making it, easy in that they always know exactly where they're going next and they know exactly what to do next because Going and applying the learning can be hard. That takes motivation. It takes time. It takes effort. They might have failures along the way. Achieving the goal at the end can be hard, but you want to make the steps along the way just to even consume your content to be as simple as possible. So it's really about guiding them through. And that can start with when they join and they get into that dashboard area saying, hey, start here. This is this is where we're going to go. And then it's a very simple, ideally linear process. I know there's there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with education around jumping around and giving a lot of choices. And there are some cool ways to do it. But at a baseline, if you give them a simple linear flow of step one, step two, step three, move through it. Generally linear learning is is proven to actually be more, um, give better results than giving people sort of choose your own adventure. And that's why YouTube isn't so amazing for learning. You can probably find most of what you want on there, but it's jumping around, choose your own adventure. So it becomes difficult. Now, choose your own adventure in the right circumstances where it's a bit more guided and learning can be cool, but really those sort of baby steps of do this. And then the other cool thing is inserting within those steps some sort of win. So if they watch a seven-minute video of you, then give them a one-question quiz just to say, hey, did you... Were you awake? Did you get the main point in there? And that gives them a little win. It gives them that little sort of endorphins brain, brain food rush of uh, I'm motivated to go on and keep doing things. And then you can create bigger wins as you go. And I would often start small with the steps and small with the wins and build up to bigger things over time. So once they've been in the program for a few days or a week or a period of time or they've consumed a certain amount of content, you can start to increase those wins. And that's where you can get to things like go do this assignment. You don't necessarily on their very first day want to say to them, go away and spend four hours doing this, you know, drafting up your vision for your business or something. Leave that kind of thing for a little later in the program. But then you can start to introduce these assignments that they can go take away, they can work on it, and they can bring it back. And then potentially, if you've got community, they could share it with the community for some feedback, uh, which also lightens the la- the load on you as a, as a coach if you want to give feedback on those kind of things. But creating those wins uh, in between the baby steps along the way is a really good way to sort of pull people along. And uh, and then another thing we can do is is that helps with this pulling people along is showing them incentive to, to finish and get to the goal. And there's so many cool things people are doing around this. One is mailing really cool, authentic, signed physical mm. completion certificates uh, or like uh, graduation packages. Um, another one I've seen recently, Emily Fletcher from Ziva Meditation is doing this, is you, they have group coaching, but you don't get access to it until you finish the program. So there's this incentive, finish the program, then you can join our group coaching calls. It saves them from having to answer all the same questions from people who just joined in the group coaching call. They know you're sort of at a certain level, you've learned the basics, uh, but it also gives that incentive to come in and fix, to sort of finish it. And then the group coaching calls operate at a much higher level for everyone because they're all asking about the more advanced stuff, having already consumed the basic content.
0: A major missed opportunity, and I'm guilty of this with Podcast is Paradise, is selling more to people inside your member area. to like highlight other opportunities for them to learn more and or buy more from you. And again, I'm guilty of this. There's there's definitely huge opportunities that over the years I've missed out on by not doing this. But Fire Nation, the key thing to remember is your buyers... Our buyers. Like, remember that. They know, like, and trust you. They've already invested with you. Give them more opportunities. Greg, how have you seen other course creators do this effectively in your experience?
1: Well, one way we just sort of meant, uh, touched upon in a different light is that Diva Meditation concept. Of what they do is they have that coaching program after you finish the course. And I think the way they're doing it now, or at least at one point they were doing this, is you would pay a fixed fee for the program. And then when that was done or when you finished it, you could move into the recurring coaching. You had access to that for sort of the same period. Say you bought the, the, the program for six months. Now you have access to the recurring coaching until the end of that six months. And after that, you can sign up on a recurring basis to continue to have access to it if you want. Now, that's that's really only if you kind of need access to it, but it's a nice add-on of if this is still providing you value, if you if you still need help with this, if you're not quite at your goal, uh, you don't need to go back and try and take the course over again. We're going to be here to coach you, but you pay this kind of recurring fee. So that that's one way of sort of extending your program. Uh, another obviously is is adding on, extra products that, that go with the program. So I actually do this with my courses. I have three courses, but then you can buy it as a bundle. And anyone who just buys one of them will get the opportunity later to sort of pick up the other two or buy it as a bundle to get the rest. So having your course broken into components, and it's really, it's all kind of the same course, but I've just broken it into three pieces because some people only want one part, but it's having that bigger piece that they could level up to. Another really interesting piece, uh, if you want to go to a much higher level, is starting to offer things like live events, either live online or live in person in real life, and selling those to people who are already in your, prog- uh, in your program. So they're going through your course, they're learning, they're loving it. And now you're saying, hey, we're going down to San Diego or Puerto Rico, and we're going to have a live event. Why don't you come out for it? Here is that opportunity. But I think it's a lot of it is just thinking about what are the challenges people ha- are having at different points in the program what are some of the things that are holding them back or the blockers they're having how can i solve those things in other ways uh, through other products and then offering those so like the journal is a great example if they're working on building their podcast but they're having trouble getting their you know their day organized and getting going through and planning out their uh, their year so they can deliver on their goals and setting those goals and and delivering on all of that then you can have something like the journal to uh, help pull them along in that front. So thinking about how you can solve those problems, and then also peripheral problems if they, you know, if they've come to you for. Uh, one specific solution or one specific problem, what other ancillary problems or related problems would that person have that you might be able to solve for them? And that's where you can create those other things. You can also use it to potentially sell other people's products. So we don't always have to be building our own products in this. You could be in a program saying, hey, you've enjoyed my program. Now that you're finished, you might actually want to check out John's program uh, because he can take you to the next level in a different area
0: fire nation people want to have the latest and greatest i mean the last thing that they're going to want is to join a stale course with outdated content so you need to always be thinking about what ways can i surprise and delight members we're talking with regular new content updates and this is something that kate and i've been doubling down on every week we've been releasing very publicly in the facebook group a new content update with a whole new, brand new video tutorial i mean we we cr- created 20 over the course of like a week, but we're releasing them once a week over those 20 weeks so that it always is appearing, which is true, that we're releasing new content because we're releasing them on a week-to-week basis. We're not just dropping 20 video tutorials on people's heads and overwhelming them and letting some slip through the cracks. We're featuring these these new live videos that we've created that are fresh up to date once a week so that everybody can really make sure to double down and consume them. And then it's just always like, wow, John and Kate are working on creating updated, fresh content. So that's what we're doing, Greg, to really surprise and delight members. What are you seeing other course creators do to really surprise and delight in this area? One cool thing I've seen lately is people bringing in a guest. So
1: you often know, I mean, there's other people in in your world or if, if someone's following you uh, there's other, there's similar people that they're following. So inviting in a guest can be a really cool way to surprise and delight. Yeah. So saying, Hey, surprise guest coming up next week, we're going to do a, a, a live group coaching call, or they're just, they've, they've shot a little video or we did an interview with them to discuss a problem that you had and you, and I thought i maybe I'm not the best person to answer this, but I know who is and I'm going to bring them in and help them answer that question. Uh, that kind of thing can be quite a nice surprise because they paid for access to, say, you and your content. All of a sudden, they're getting introduced to someone else and and they're helping them solve a problem in a, in a different way with a different way of looking at things. It's also, as a side benefit, a really cool way of sort of building partnerships and let's say I wanted a better relationship with you, John, I could say, Hey, why don't you come be a guest and, and teach something to people within my program. Uh, and right away we're starting to develop a better relationship. Plus I'm adding a ton of value to my community and I'm introducing my community to you. So all around it's a, it's a win-win scenario.
0: Win-win, Fire Nation. And by the way, if you've been sitting here listening, taking notes, you are part of a win-win scenario now because these value bombs have been coming strong, they've been coming fast, and we have everything in the recap show notes, so don't worry if you missed a couple things because it will be waiting there for you. But Greg, let's maybe kind of take a step back now and just kind of talk about exactly what you want to make sure Fire Nation really gets from everything that we chatted about. I mean, we touched upon a lot of concepts. I hope Fire Nation, you realize that there's a pretty similar couple themes that have been running through all of these concepts that you can really apply to your course, to your membership today. But Greg, what do you want to kind of step back and tell Fire Nation? And then of course, all the calls to action that we have for them for what you have going on. I mean, one thing
1: to remember is we cover a lot of things and there's obviously a lot more is you don't need to do it all and you shouldn't try and do it all. It it can become overwhelming. And honestly, if you, if you did every single thing that you saw every other great course creator doing, it wouldn't all work together. So it's coming up with your own one thing that's really special uh, for you that you really want to deliver. It doesn't have to be unique. It could be something someone else did in a different industry or something, but having that one thing and then you can always start to add more and more. I mean, you didn't start with doing 20 live update videos, uh, on our, on a frequent basis, as well as the phone calls and all the other cool things that you're doing, you started with, you know, one thing and then add another thing. And that allows you to do each one really, really well. So I would say pick one or two things that resonated with you on this and try and implement those and then go from there and you can come back, listen again, slowly add more, but don't try and do it all. Uh, the other piece that I, I hope people take away is marketing and sales is super important. Um, but so much of even marketing and sales is the fulfillment and the delivery. And when you look at, uh, I mentioned this earlier, but this really has been in some ways the years of the big partner launches where there's been many, many multi-million dollar course launches driven in large part by partners. So going out and getting affiliates and having them promote the course, but none of that operates at all and no one will promote your product if It's not a solid product to begin with. So focusing on that actual fulfillment piece of what am I delivering? How am I going to give value? How am I going to live up to the promise that we made in our sales pages? If you're not living up to that, people aren't going to want to go and share and promote, and they're not going to want to refer their friends, and they're not going to repurchase. So to me, that's the big theme that runs through all of this is everything kind of starts with having that great experience. And it doesn't mean you have to get it perfect. You can totally go out with something that you pull together quickly and start to learn from it, but you want to continue to iterate on and improve and make sure people get value from it. But I guess the flip side is it it's not about perfection because <laughs> that can be dangerous and hold us back as entrepreneurs.
0: Perfection is dangerous, Fire Nation. And Greg, give us a call to action. What do you want Fire Nation to do to, to learn more and to join the Thinkific family? Well, I would
1: love to continue to help people out and give them advice. And probably the best way to get started doing that, we have a uh, space set up for you at thinkific.com slash fire, uh, just for the Fire Nation. So that's thinkific, T H I N K I F I C dot com slash fire. Uh, and we will hook you up there with, uh, you can try out Thinkific, we'll give you a month for free if you want to try no. one of the paid plans. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you can play around with it for free. And also, uh, we will be there to support you. And we actually do a lot of the things we talked about uh, on this show today. So or in this masterclass today, so we'll actually show you and you can actually kind of unpack our Uh, funnel, if you will, of value add. So you can actually see some of the things that we do that we talked about today and then feel free to steal them, copy them and use them in your own programs.
0: Love that, Fire Nation. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with GS and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And If you head over to eofire.com and type Greg in the search bar, the show notes page with all the resources, all the links will pop right up in the show notes. And, of course, your strong call to action, Fire Nation. Go check out the Thinkific family. It's free. They're giving you a month free to go check it out, to learn, to consume, to see if it's right for you. Thinkific Dot com slash fire. That's think like you're thinking, com slash fire. And Greg, thank you, brother, for sharing these value bombs with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Greg. And I know that you understand how podcasts can ignite your business, but the planning, the creating, the collaborating with the guests, the producing, the dist- distributing the distributing the you have to you know distribute the podcast (laughs) take it from me fire nation podcasting can be intense that's why i am fired up i said fired up for you to check out oxbus oxbus has an end-to-end podcast creation platform for entrepreneurs just like me and you just like the two of us visit oxbus.com slash jld and try it for free that's oxbus a U X B U S dot com slash J L D. Boom, I'll catch you there and I'll catch you also on the flip side. Thinkific is the best platform to create, market, and sell your online courses. And we speak from three years of personal experience. Right now, you can sign up for one month free on the Thinkific Pro Plan plus leverage over $1,000 worth of training bonuses free. Just visit thinkific.com fire. Save time, money, and get organized with QuickBooks Online. Right now, you can save 60% or more on QuickBooks Online when you visit quickbooks.com fire. This special offer for Fire Nation won't be available for long, so be sure to visit quickbooks.com fire today.